Hi everyone, I'm Diana Sebsta, Director of Bereavement for the Joseph T. Quinlan Bereavement Center and Karen Ann Quinlan Hospice. And I wanna welcome you to Grief Matters, conversations about life and death. No subject is off limits and no topic is taboo. I wanna invite you to send in your questions about anything end of life, dying, death, and grief. Hi everybody, it's Diana Sebsta, Director of Bereavement for the Joseph T. Quinlan Bereavement Center, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Grief Matters. This is the platform that we get to talk about anything and everything related to dying, death, and grief. And today I want to talk about pet loss. This has been something that's been popping up all week long, and I've been getting a lot of questions about whether it was normal or appropriate to have so much love and happiness attached to a cat or a dog. And the question was, am I replacing this happiness and love for something that's missing in my life? Like maybe I'm not getting enough in my relationship or I'm not satisfied at work. And the answer is maybe. That could be true, but that could be true for anything that we do, whether we are in a human relationship or we are eating or exercising or drinking. These are things that we could use as coping strategies that may not be the most healthy or best choice for us, but it could simply be that we are having a bond with this sentient being. So whether that be with a human or with a pet, we have a bond with them and a love for them. And a lot of the people who ask me if these types of emotions are appropriate are people who may be single, who may not have a job, who may not have children. And so this is their family. This pet is their family, their pet, their companion, their daughter, their best friend, whatever it is. And I tell people, look, are you hurting yourself by having this kind of love and positive emotion attached to this being? Are you hurting that being by loving them to that great extent? Are you hurting others in your life by doing that? And I feel like whenever we have this great love and happiness, that this is what we need more of in the world, especially now. There's so much stuff that's going on that's making people so upset, so anxious, and so worried that how could something like this be wrong? And one of the things that I tell people is there's this wonderful book by Jacqueline Andes um, titled Grieving the Pet That You Love, and she talks about pet bonds. And it helps describe what kind of a pet owner you might be to help understand the kind of grief experience you may be going through. So those are conventionally bonded pet owners. And you've heard me talk about that before. They're more of your normal traditional pet owners, maybe even a farmer, and they value and love the animal and they will certainly take good care of it. But when that animal passes, their grieving may not be that profound. Now, if you were a more intensely bonded pet owner, you might be more tied to the animal for companionship. You may be looking at it as a significant part of the family. And if they were to get sick, you would go to great lengths to make sure they got whatever treatment they needed, no matter the cost. 
And if that pet did pass, you would have a significant mourning process. You would be grieving very profoundly for a, a period of time. Now, if you were a uniquely bonded pet owner, that means you have the most intense attachment to that pet that there is. You do view them as a child, a significant member of the family, right, as a child, and you have a deep love and affection for them, and you would spare no expense to get them whatever they needed at any time. And when they pass, you experience a very profound grief reaction and can last for years because you're equating it to the loss of a child. So if you think about it in those terms, you really could be grieving for a great amount of time. So one of the things that we tell people that could be very, very helpful is to do meaning making, um, honoring your loved one, honoring your pet, um, to let people know why they were so important to you and why they were so loved. It's an honoring and a ritual. And a great way to do that is on pet loss. It's National Pet Loss Memorial Day. There is such a thing, right? It's it's the second Sunday of every September. So this year it's September 12th. And for National Pet Loss Memorial Day, the Bereavement Center has partnered with Abby Glenn to hold its second annual Pet Loss Butterfly Release Ceremony. So you can give us a call or go online and submit your pet's name to be read aloud at this beautiful memorial ceremony and have a butterfly released in their name, in their honor. You can also bring a picture of them and we have a big memorial wall that we have displayed. We've got so many pictures now that people have sent in of their loved ones. And it's amazing to see and to be able to share stories. And we have a chaplain there who's going to do a pet blessing for those pets who have passed. And we are going to invite people to stay because they actually bring pets that they have now with them to the ceremony. And we have individual private blessings available for each pet that attends. So we are also going to have um, a vendor table there this year. So there's a lot of changes that so we've grown a little bit more from last year. And we're so very excited to be able to share this special day with you. So I would just invite you that if you are feeling that kind of profound love and connection to a loved one who's passed your pet, please think about honoring and remembering them on National Pet Loss Memorial Day and joining us at Abbey Glen. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful day like it was last year, and we will have a wonderful day together to honor and remember our loved ones. So again, thank you for coming, and I look forward to chatting with you again. And as always, I invite you to email me or call me with any questions or suggestions for future topics. Take care.